Welcome to the podcast that showcases the rural town careers and opportunities you need to know about. Welcome to What's Your 9 to 5. Yo, everybody, welcome back to What's Your 9 to 5. My name is Chris Hookstra. And I am Brooklyn Dursum. And today, who do we got in Brooklyn? Who do we got? We have the locally famous Adam Olivero. Yes, from Whiteman's TV. And Whiteman's is a local um, t- uh, internet provider. Um, they have their own TV stations. They do a lot of local news, a lot of local programs. And uh, let's get there's a little bit of history behind this. They've been around for a long time. Guess how long? I don't know, like 10 years? Is that a long time? Oh, <laughs> oh, it's not. I guess Okay, so Whiteman's originally started as a phone company because Robert Whiteman wanted service on his farm in the 1900s. Oh, my gosh. Yes, okay. in the early 1900s, Robert Whiteman wanted to have service on his farm. When his request could not be met, Robert decided to start his own phone company by stringing lines from his farm to his neighbors in the township he connected to 60 neighbors and then was able to connect into the Bell Long Distance Lines at Clifford in 1911, then retired in 1928. And they're still going. The definition of if you want something done right, do it yeah. yourself. That's literally, that's <laughs> what it is. Okay, um, Adam and White and Whiteman TV also received a 2017 Cornerstone Award. Um, I'm excited for this one. Hopefully he will tell us all about everything. I want to know, I've, it's not really been something I've thought about, but like the idea of being in charge of a TV station and like getting to be on TV and, and yeah. record stuff, that's kind of exciting. So I'd like to exciting. learn about that. Especially like a local one, you know? It's putting the things around here in the spotlight. So people got to check that out. But um, I'm excited to know about his job what he does because he kind of does a lot of different things with the station so let's get into it you excited for this one brooklyn yes you pumped yes 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 yes. let's go let's go hello everybody and welcome back to what's your nine to five on the show today from whiteman's tv we have autumn we have adam olivero how you doing adam Thank you. Very good. And good pronunciation on the last name. Not everybody gets that right on the first try, Chris. Congratulations. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Yes. Yes. I was, I was nervous. I was nervous. I saw it. I'm like, I'm going to, I'm just going to go for it, but we, we got it done. Um, so yeah. So, so um, first uh, introduce yourself and tell us about uh, your job and uh, working at Whiteman's. Yeah, sure. So again, as Chris said, Adam Olivero, uh, my official title at Whiteman's is local TV content producer bit of a mouthful, but that's what I have for an official title. And what do I do at Whiteman's? Uh, well, in Whiteman uh, TV service, um, we have a channel called Whiteman TV Community Channel, Channel 6. And that uh, channel is the one that I produce uh, video content for. You know, everything from going to parades and uh, community events to having shows like What's Happening in Hanover uh, and uh, community interest shows and historical shows. So I do the filming, the editing, the audio, the graphics, uh you know jack of all trades in the tv field yeah you're like a one-man band oh my gosh you're doing everything yep and how long have you been doing everything for and doing everything at white men sure so we started the tv channel in november of 2011 i'd worked at whiteman's just a little bit before that and in fact uh this march just after what traditionally would be march break uh will be my 10 years at whiteman's uh so i started in march of 2011 and uh then in november 2011 we started the tv channel and i think if i'm right probably february of 2012 that whiteman tv channel 6 has been in operation that's awesome and congratulations about almost 10 years yeah, thank you. So, um, 
we're going to ask you the question that is the, well, it's the slogan for our whole show. So Adam, tell us about uh, your average nine to five. I'm sure you have a lot of different jobs within your job. So I know every day is probably a bit different t- from the next, but um, what, what would you say your average nine to five is like? Yeah, certainly, Chris. So yeah, before the pandemic started, it was not nine to five. It was when the event was happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but since the pandemic's kind of started, it's changed everybody's worlds, as we've heard on, on previous episodes of your podcast, and it's changed mine too. So I, I actually have a somewhat of a nine to five job, believe it or not, um, because a lot of events are not happening or canceled. A lot of in-person filming does not happen. And because of that, most people are willing to schedule their interviews and, and work a regular nine to five and schedule an interview at 4 p.m. like we are today to do it over uh, Zoom or Skype or that kind of thing. Um Again, before the pandemic, and I'm sure it'll come back to it once uh, everybody gets their vaccines and we're allowed to mix and mingle in person. A lot of weekends, a lot of Saturdays and Sundays, a lot of going to cold arenas for recording of hockey games or baseball diamonds for recording of baseball games, which we did have on Whiteman's before this uh, sports kind of got shut down and then delayed. Uh, so that was that was kind of my nine to five was when the event was happening. And other than that, I did have somewhat regular office hours during the day to catch up on emails, phone calls, and and put the shows together that I've recorded from the weekend or, or in the evenings. So have you always wanted to go into like sort of TV production area or did you have a different ta- sorry, path in mind? Yeah, so I should back up to even before uh, March of 2011, maybe all the way back to 2000. Uh, even 1999, when I was a senior in high school in Port Perry High School in Port Perry, Ontario, which is north of uh, Oshawa. And uh, I decided to, yeah, that I wanted to do some kind of communications form, whether that was like a photography or a radio or a TV broadcasting. Uh, my communications class that we had in high school, we had an awesome teacher, Mr. Skuse, and he encouraged us to really look at things uh, that you wanted to do. We actually had rudimentary video editing programs on computers in 1999. It was took a long time to do anything, but he was really the inspiration there. He got me into this field. And then in 2001, uh, when I graduated from high school, I went to Algonquin College in Ottawa for radio broadcasting. And I really enjoyed that. Uh, Algonquin College has a radio station called CKDJ. Uh, and it changes formats depending on who the second years, the second years decide what format, I don't even know what the format the station is now. It was punk rock and alternative in 2001 to 2003 when I was there. Yeah, that sounds like around that era sounds pretty appropriate. Yeah. Yep, absolutely. And so I did that. And when I graduated, I said, you know, I do want to do TV too. I want to see what that's like. And I want to do another two years of school. So I actually have two diplomas, one in radio broadcasting and one in TV broadcasting. So I went back to Algonquin from 2003 to 2005 and did their TV broadcasting course. That is awesome. You, you, you're, you just delve into every type of media out there. You can do it all. You can do yeah. it all. That's awesome. <laughs> so what would you say, what is one thing that sticks out in your mind that, or like a memory of being on the job where you're like, man, like I love what I do. Like what do you love most about your job? Oh, I wish you guys, when the pandemic is over, you should come visit me in my Hanover office um, because I have a lot of signed photographs from a lot of people I've met over my career. (laughs) Uh, Opportunities to meet all kinds of people, uh, but not only the famous people, but just people uh, in our community and bringing their stories to light. 
uh, and the history of our community. And that's what I'm about now is like the history of Whiteman's viewing area and those cool stories. Uh, like just before the, it came up my Facebook memories today, I got to interview Elvis Stoiko at the PNH Center. He was there for the Hanover Skating Club's uh, skating uh, you know, event that, that just happened just before the pandemic. Uh, I've met all kinds of people uh, just doing uh, the job. And that's probably the, the, hard, the coolest thing about this job, guys, is that I, I never knew what I wanted to do. So I, I took the job where I get to see what everybody else does. <laughs> <laughs> that's smart. Yeah, I've never really heard somebody kind of take it from that approach, you know, do a job where you can, you know, see what everybody else is doing and learn from those jobs that's, that's really smart. cool i should do that <laughs> <laughs> well it's kind of what we do like what a tv person would do we talk to people about what they did and try and bring their story to our viewers right whether that's through a video podcast or an audio podcast or on whiteman tv channel six uh, you know i've got all kinds of uh, friends from college that are working at ctv and global and all over the place and some of them work at local community stations too and we just love bringing people's stories to light. And what about your family? What does your family think of you being like on TV, basically doing all this stuff? Is, are they proud of you? <laughs> oh, yeah, they're certainly proud. And uh, they even make appearances. If you watch Whiteman TV enough, uh, they'll make appearances on the channel. Sometimes my wife, Jen, is hosting a show and I'm behind the camera filming. Uh -huh. uh, she, she does a great job at that, too. Yep. And there have been certain times where Claire has also been at an event and either ran the camera for a little bit or been in front of the camera on on uh, in front of a camera introducing a parade or something like that. So, no, they're they're proud and uh, you know it's an interesting job. <laughs> I give a lot of credit to them because there's days, some weeks where when the events were happening, where I would not be home for four or five days of the week and the evenings. So, wow. huge props to them for yes. uh, supporting me. So yeah, going off that, um, I guess that's uh, a, probably a big challenge in your job. And that was gonna be my next question. So what are some other challenges you have to kind of go through with your job? Yeah, that is one of the huge challenges, Chris, uh, just sometimes scheduling uh, your day-to-day -day life and managing those events you also are committed to go to. Uh, and I mean, other than that, there's some of the regular things you expect from any job. Uh, the uh, deadlines, like certain show has to get done to be on the air, right? And that airtime's next week and you just filmed it today and it's got to be done in three days. So there's those kinds of challenges too. Um, that's, those, that's probably the biggest, uh, one of the biggest challenges is coordinating, scheduling, communications key in those areas for sure. So with your job, it's, you are in, sorry, you have an office in Hanover you've mentioned? That's right. Yep. At the Whiteman office at uh, the Whiteman building. I've got a little quarter office in there. You know, the one we have the best neighbors, McLean's Ales are right beside us. Oh, nice. Yeah, that is a good park. neighbor to have. Yeah. <laughs> so do you guys do anything with youth involvement? Like, is there any, do you guys do any co-ops or anything like that youth can be involved with Whiteman's and with the Channel 6? Absolutely. Yes, please. If you're a, a, a person listening out there that is in high school, um, right now with the pandemic, we aren't taking co-op students, unfortunately. Uh, it's just not viable. I mean, I've been working from home for a year. I haven't even set foot in that office in Hanover in a year. But when that does happen, that we're able to go back to the office, we'll certainly get the word out there. But if you're listening and you're in high school and you want to do a co-op program and you're interested in TV, please reach out to us. I've had co-op students in the past and we can give you all kinds of jobs, whether you just want to take the camera and film at a hospital gala 
that's cool. If you want to do the whole nine yards and do the editing as well, we're open to doing that too. And uh, sometimes I've had co-op students from Fergus and uh, the Center Wellington District High School down there and Norwell and Palmerston. But if there are some people listening in Walkerton and Hanover, don't feel like you're excluded. You're you're welcome to uh, come out, reach out to Whiteman's. And if you're in Hanover or Walkerton, you could even work with me right out of the Hanover office at Whiteman's too, potentially. Awesome. Yeah. So everybody, when uh, this COVID thing kind of gets... Oh, when this COVID thing is over, hopefully you get some more youth uh, getting getting back in there, getting some co-ops. That's a really cool opportunity. Um, yeah, for sure. Uh, and the other thing that you got to think about if you're if you're a co-op student and excited to do this and you want to be out in the field, there's a lot of events you can come to where you don't have to pay a dime and all you have to do is run a camera while you're there. <laughs> nice. That so sounds like a pretty good. If you gig. like coming out to a lot of hockey games, as long as you can, you know, run the camera and follow the puck, you can come to a hockey game for free with me. And potentially you could even do some on-air broadcasting if it, if it comes to that too. There's all kinds of roles available. Become a local star. There you go. Become a local star. So, um, so how do you guys compete with bigger communication companies like, like, like Bell and Rogers and all that? What sets you guys apart? Yeah, Chris, probably the biggest thing that sets us apart from other local companies, the big the big three, right, that most of us call it in telecom, Bell, Rogers, and TELUS, we're really proud that our network at Whiteman's is fiber optic from end to end. So mm-hmm. the we have, uh, there, you know, we, most of the internet in Ontario comes through Toronto. Our fiber backbone goes all the way from Toronto right up to your front door if you're on fiber. So anybody that lives in the Hanover area, um, the Walkerton area, there's other areas of Whiteman's that are on fiber. That's a direct connection. Some other companies bring it to the street or even to the building that they own in that town. We bring it right inside your your basement or your apartment building. And so our internet is, um, I mean, how fast do you want your internet, Chris, in Brooklyn? Because we can make it as fast as you'd like it. <laughs> there's no limit. Willing to pay an agreed <laughs> amount for that amount of speed? We'll, we'll give it to you. <laughs> awesome. That's so cool. And, and beyond that, that does still improve your traditional services, like your landline telephone. Uh, this The uh, audio uh, on your landline telephone is as clear as a bell because it's over fiber. Uh, your TV, we have world-class TV service too, not just Whiteman TV Channel 6, but all the other regular channels you can think of. And they come through clear as a bell because they're over fiber too. There's like no interruption or pixelating that kind of thing that you have to deal with with satellite uh, so yeah and uh, we and we also do offer uh mobility services too so if you're interested in getting a cell phone we have that uh, too you can get all four of your traditional services through whiteman's awesome so you obviously so you've been almost for 10 years at whiteman's do you plan on staying on do you see a future there Absolutely. I see a future here with Whiteman's. Uh, if they're listening, I see a future. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. I see a future with Whiteman's. Um, you know, when I, when I went to school in 2001 to 2005, there was that aspiration to go big, you know, like work at TSN or Sportsnet. And I, I think that's kind of, I, I like where I am. I like it. It's interesting because you talk to some of my classmates and like that work at CTV and they're like, oh man, it's so cool what you're doing. Oh, what do you really? mean? You work at CTV. I'm like, he's like, but what I do at CTV is push tapes in all day. You get to uh, do the camera and the editing and to go out and talk to people and the <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So, well, and I'm... so I enjoy this job. I really, really do. And Whiteman's service territory is expanding as well, too. So there's more communities I'm getting out to to meet people uh and find those cool stories. The 
that nobody's telling and, and tell them to our viewers. Yeah, that is that's so cool. Go Whiteman's. ACTV's too boring. You don't want to work there. Go work at Whiteman's. You, you do it all. You get There's a place go. for it for sure. But uh, yeah, yeah, ACTV yeah. is pretty cool too. That that is that is that is so cool. Um, so you, I know you kind of you've listened to a couple episodes of the podcast, and uh, we ask this to everybody. If uh, Adam, you could go back and talk to your 16 year old self, what would you uh, what would you say to him? Yeah, I. I've heard this question a couple of times on the podcast in different episodes. I, I, I would probably say, uh, don't feel afraid to go for your passions, right? Like, uh, I, I was really lucky that I had Mr. Skews as a teacher. And, you know, uh, if you have a passion for a certain subject or a certain field at your 16, go for it, right? Uh, and Launchpad, as you guys know, can help out with that if you've got like a passion for welding or or coding. Um, but if you've got that passion, search it out and find it and see if you really want to do it. And if you really want to do it, stick with it and see what you need to do to, to become a professional uh, in that area. Because we're all prof like, once you get that diploma and you graduate, you're a professional. Like I am a professional TV producer because I have that diploma. So there's all kinds of fields out there and we can all become professionals in it. Uh, so when you're 16, look for that passion. Now I give some advice to that person that's become the professional after they graduated too, if you don't mind, uh, yeah. don't stop learning on that end either. Don't think just because I graduated in 2005, I know everything about TV. Because if I kept all the information I graduated with in 2005, I, I, I wouldn't be anywhere really. Like if we could put this perspective, when I graduated in 2005, we didn't know what an HDMI cable was. Yeah, wow. Wow. Yeah. That is a crazy thought to think about. Cause you feel like those have been around forever and everybody knows what an HDMI is. And the iPhone didn't even exist when I graduated from TV either. So <laughs> yeah. And I guess for you guys, you're always having to kind of evolve and change because technology always evolves and changes. And like, so is that kind of a challenge to kind of keep up with the, uh, you know, technical technological advances, you know, year by year. Yes. It is a huge challenge in TV to, to do that. Um, you have to be really thinking on your feet when you're going to buy technology. Uh, is this going to last? How long is it going to last? What's it compatible with? Does it have like future proofing, as we would say in, in our TV industry? Uh, and a lot of under industries say that too. But yeah, it is certainly a challenge. Uh, and, you know, I've went all the way from using full on what we call beta cam tape physical tape in your camcorder to SD cards on the other end, which is what we all use now. We don't yeah. use tape anymore. What's yeah. tape? <laughs> so did you grow up in the area? Did you mention? No. Yeah, no, I did mention that. No, not a problem though, Brooklyn. Yeah, I grew up north of Oshawa in a little, little tiny town called Green Bank, Ontario, which is 15 minutes north of Port Perry, you know, 45 minutes north of Oshawa on highway seven and 12. So if, if our audience is driving in Midwestern Ontario. They go by Stratford and see Highway 7. I'm on the other end of Highway 7 where I grew up, on the other side of Toronto. Nice. <laughs> yeah. So did and you... Green, Green Bank was really tiny too. It was like the size of Newstat, like literally oh, wow. the size of Newstat. Yeah. We had a corner store and a gas station and a church. <laughs> That's all you need. That's all you need. Come on. Uh, so did you ever see yourself like working a job like this one? Yeah. I, I mean, I kind of did. But again, like I, when I was in college and when I was in high school, you know, I didn't, I didn't realize that community TV existed. 
And that's probably just the nature of where I grew up because in Green Bank, our TV services was satellite or terrestrial antenna, like the old antenna tower you had to crank to get your channels you wanted. <laughs> we didn't have access to like a cable service with community TV. So when I was growing up, I thought, yeah, I'd love to do that. But I want to, I didn't know that there was this community TV aspect to it. And then when I got uh, graduated from high school, I actually worked uh, for Rogers in Owen Sound. And that got me introduced into community TV uh, and how that all worked. And, and then I just get embedded in the community, right? Like I just started learning all about it and who was who. And mm -hmm. I, I just loved it. I loved being, I love being active in my community and participating and, and uh, learning about people and, and bringing their stories out. Yeah. It's, re it's really cool how a, a job, you, you can learn a lot from a job. A lot of people think once you get a job, you got it, you have the skills, you don't need to learn anymore. You know, you got the job, you don't, you know, you know what I mean? But it's crazy how much you can learn on a job extra and it never stops. You know what I mean? Which is a really, really cool thing. No, it doesn't. And that again is one of our internal values here at Whiteman's is growth and change. So, you know, if I, like Whiteman's as a company, if we just only did what we were doing when we started over 110 years ago, we would probably not be here for starters because we would only be doing landline telephone and that, that's it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it'd still be that, yeah. Yeah, and so, you know, like the company got in the uh, mid-90s, they started with DSL internet in Clifford. Like that's crazy. In the mid '90s, Whiteman's was bringing DSL internet to Clifford, and that was the first extra line of business. And then in the early 2000s, they added TV, and then they said this fiber product's really cool, so let's go for that. And that was wow. 2005 in Mount Forest, I think 2005, 2007, uh, that Whiteman started fiber optics to the to the home, and that's what we've been putting in in towns ever since then, since 2005, is fiber wow. optics. That's amazing. And it's so cool to see uh, like a local, a local business like that, that's been around since, yeah, the early 1900s and still be here and still doing business, especially with all the, the big competition out there with the big corporations, you know what I mean? The big three, like you said, it is so cool to see somebody like Whiteman stick around through all these years and still going strong. So, um, Thank you so much for coming on, Adam. It was so cool to talk to you. And um, I know I was wanting to do it for a while. So glad we could uh, get it done and get you on here. Is there anything else you want to let the youth know, the listeners know? Well, if you take anything from this conversation, uh, if you're interested in TV and you want to give it a try, I am a pretty safe bet that you can come over here and give her a go right in your local backyard without going too far. And I can get you... Uh, we have some, we don't have like the latest and greatest technology. Again, that's very hard to keep up with, but we're fully digital and we'll, we can show you how it works to get you some experience in TV. So when this pandemic all ha is over, uh, if you're a youth out there listening and you're thinking about co-op, get your co-op teacher to call us at Whiteman's. Awesome. Thank you so much again, Adam, for coming on. And uh, I'm sure we'll have you on back. We'll have you back on at some point. We'll let you know, but uh, thanks again. We really appreciate it. No problem, Kristen Brooklyn. Thanks Thank for having you. me on. Okay. Adam Olivero, ladies and gentlemen. And that's the episode, ladies and gentlemen. That is Adam Olivero from Whiteman's TV. That was great. I, you know what? Maybe I should look into becoming a, not an actor, but doing producing. A TV and stuff. personality. That's exciting. Brooklyn, do, do I have the personality for it? One hundred. I, I was just gonna say you one hundred. <laughs> you one hundred percent have the personality for that stuff. And you already you're used to the talking. You're already used I'm, to 
you know. I mean, I'm not that good at that stuff, but. Oh, <laughs> Brooklyn, but come on. We're, we're pros now. Come on. You, especially you. You're the pro. He's been at Whiteman's for a long time. Long time. Long time. And um, I'm, he's he's uh, on the board here for Launchpad. So I've met him in person a couple times. And a uh, really cool guy to talk to. Super nice. Super nice. And it's too, It's really unfortunate that they're not having any, they're not having any co-op students. It's really unfortunate. Hopefully next year, people sign yeah. up now. Start yeah. getting your name in there. Because you could tell you was so excited, be like you sign up, but you can't because it's COVID. We don't have any co-op students. But anybody in the area, like you may think you have to go to the big, you have to go to the big cities for the, you know, for like the opportunities like that to get on TV. But hey, you can start right here. There's Whiteman's TV right here, and um, I think that's super cool. Don't you, Brooklyn? I do. Co-op, and again, we're the biggest advocate for co-ops, guys do it co-ops let's go for sure that's for sure okay and uh, that's the episode ladies and gents thank you so much for tuning in and um you know if you uh want to follow us subscribe to us on spotify apple music all the platforms are on there so thank you so much for checking us out i'm chris hookstra and i'm brooklyn dursum stay hydrated and chase your dreams thanks everybody have a great day